Welcome to the Jennings Wire Online Magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's guest is Rivka Kawano, a speaker, author, and social media specialist. She helps entrepreneurs, small businesses, and creative professionals learn how to master the power of social media to build real relationships and have real success. So welcome, Rivka. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, it's our pleasure. Let's talk about... Uh, the number one, I, I guess I should say number one <laughs> strategy that you are using or you have people use to get or to have success in social media, the one-to-one. What is that and how can you leverage its power? Absolutely. Well, I think people often get stuck in this idea that it's all about getting tens of thousands of followers or numbers of hits or they're they're thinking around all these big metrics. And what gets lost sight of in that is the fact that the point of social media, the whole purpose of the, the entire thing is building those relationships. And relationships don't happen in that one to 10,000 format. Introductions can, you know, obviously if somebody is speaking before a huge group of people, that's kind of the real life corollary, but nobody's going to feel that sense of real relationship and attachment to you unless you have a personal conversation with them. So one thing that I stress really heavily to my clients and that I do in my own social media, uh, particularly if I'm working on a launch or an event, is, is really focusing on those one-to-one communications, it's not scalable. Absolutely not. And that's usually where people are like, it's not scalable. And, you know, how do you make that work long-term? You're going to build that success long-term by nurturing those one-to-ones because what happens is those people have relationships, close personal relationships with other people, and they spread your message for you. So I think that's the missing component that a lot of people are losing in their social media is that actual relationship piece. Absolutely. It's kind of like the quantity over, or no, quality, excuse me. I was getting it <laughs> mixed up. Yes. <laughs> quality over quantity, right? Because if you have yeah. those great relationships in place, let's say a thousand followers versus the 10,000, you really can't necessarily have a, a personal relationship one to one with so many people. I mean, that may not, that's not manageable. It seems like it's not manageable anyway. So it's quality over quantity. Definitely. And a lot of that is being smart in how you build your network in the first place. So rather than just randomly trying to grow to a certain number, being aware of how different people and different relationships fit into your overall strategy and plan and goals. Uh, and, and this looks a little different depending on what platform it's on, but using the CRM, the customer relationship tools and LinkedIn, using lists on Twitter, using different groups and tools like that within Facebook. So from point one that you're you're starting to say, well, who's the people who are in Chicago or who's the people who are in New York in case I go there? Or who are the people that are specifically about this part of my business versus this other part of my business? So making sure that you have have those ways to categorize and find the right person that you need to get in touch with at the right time to give you the results that you need. Absolutely. And and what about the time commitment 
Rivka in social media feels like it takes all day long to do something there and because yeah. you want to be a consistent presence right you don't want to be a flash in the pan I think it's probably important to be a constant but what t- what time commitment does it actually take to achieve that yeah the general guidelines that I tell my clients if you're just starting out now it's going to be a little different if they have a highly engaged audience already of 10,000 plus people because more people more conversations take more time but if you're just getting started or you're relatively small you should plan on 15 to 20 minutes per day per platform so double that if you're on Twitter and Facebook for example and triple it if you're on an additional platform and so on and so forth so 15 to 20 minutes per day per platform and then an additional one to three hours per week for bulk content creation so you want to be doing a lot of your content creation in this brainstorming kind of format where you're letting one idea lead to another idea you're thinking about what's the narrative that I want to present what's coming up this week that I want to share and you're doing that in a strategic way That way, when you're on social media in that 15 to 20 minutes a day, you're not staring blankly at the screen saying, what do I post today? You're actually engaging and you're actually talking to people and having those conversations that we talked about. So that's a good frame of reference for time. And a couple ways to make sure it stays in in that time frame is to put it on your calendar. Because a lot of times we say, well, 15 minutes, that's no problem. I can fit that in somewhere. And either it doesn't get fit in or we get on and we get sucked in to the platform and we never get back off again. So putting it into your schedule, putting it into your calendar, and then setting a timer and really holding yourself accountable to, I'm going to be on Twitter for 15 minutes. I'm going to focus on engagement, retweeting, connecting with people on my lists in a strategic way. And then when you're done, you're done until you come back the next scheduled time. Or even, you know, doing it in even smaller increment increments, doing 7 to 10 minutes, maybe once in the morning and once in the later afternoon. So you're not, if somebody, you know, happens to send you a message five minutes after you get off, they're not waiting a full 24 hours before you see that. So those are some strategies for kind of making the time work and and be productive. So. And you mentioned per platform. Uh, and I, I feel like I, I have this question all the time. What platform should you be on? And I'm sure it's a, a unique <laughs> and a very personal decision uh, or it's different yeah. for everybody just depending on their circumstances. How do you decide which platform is best? Yeah, that's probably the number one question that I get is what platform should I be on? And you're right. There's not a one-size-fits-all answer. I kind of have a matrix that I walk people through and say, okay, the perfect platform for you is the place where your audience hangs out discussing the types of content that you want to discuss in a format that you're comfortable with. So it's kind of where your your audience, your content, and you meet because certain types of things are culturally not appropriate for different platforms. For example, there are certain things on LinkedIn that are not going to be appropriate that would be fine on Twitter because LinkedIn's a very professional space and vice versa. Um, there might be a platform that you have a preference for or one that you really, really dislike for whatever reason. And, of course, if your audience isn't even hanging out there, if they're not even spending time there, you shouldn't be wasting your time. So you kind of have to look at those three things and the place where those are the best fit is where you should be. And it might not just be one platform. It might be two or three that you can pick from, in which case start with one or two 
feel comfortable there, get a rhythm there and start building your audience there and then expand. You know, one of the mistakes that I see a lot of people make is just trying to jump on everything all at once and it becomes overwhelming and they don't get results anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Rivka, thank you. I wanted to uh, tell our listeners that they can learn much more about Rivka Kawano on her site, which is RivkaKawano.com. And of course, I will spell that for everybody. That is R-I-V-K-A-K-A-W-A-N-O. RivkaKawano.com. She's obviously on all major social media outlets and platforms. And Rivka has an upcoming book later this year. Be on the lookout for What to Post. And you can learn all about that, get updates on the release date and everything uh, about the new book, What to Post, on the site, whattopost.com. That's what the letters T-O, whattopost.com. Rivka, thanks again. Thank you so much. This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.